Welcome to the Sue and James Podcast Show. Sue Peckham and James Holmes have helped thousands of people to be happier and healthier with their range of best-selling health and well-being programs and products. So here are your hosts, Sue and James. This podcast is sponsored by ModiusHealth.com. For more information and a link to your exclusive 10% discount, please go to 12weekstowow.co.uk forward slash Modius. Now on with today's show. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest in our series of 12 Weeks to Wow podcast and we're really thrilled to be back with you. It's our first one of 2019 with me Sue Pecker. Uh, me James Holmes. Hi everyone. Happy New Year. And we're absolutely thrilled to have with us one of our regular guests, the fabulous Morris. Hi, Morris. Good, good morning, James. Good morning, Sue. Thank you very much for inviting me on. Happy New Year to you. Happy New, Happy New Year. Year to everyone. And we've already been talking this morning, and I, I've already learned stuff so much. You yeah. know, that um, we thought I thought the podcast was going to go one way, but now I think it's going to go a completely different way. Um, we're sort of, I guess, as you are, we're really busy at the moment with people starting a New Year's resolution for us our followers it's mainly wanting to lose weight but as they change their eating habits and change the food that they eat they worry about whether they're getting sufficient nutrition wise and one of the things that you're really knowledgeable and able to help with is how to you know and your company provides supplements to help ensure that we're all getting the correct nutrition so i guess you're inundated too morris Yes, I mean, January is always the busiest time of year for um, anything to do with health. After the excesses and enjoyments of Christmas, people think, okay, that's it, right, I'm starting today, this is it, boom. Yes, yeah. And it's that boom, it's that impetus, that momentum to keep you going, to just do something to improve your life, to improve your health. Improving your health is so important, isn't it? It's that... You know, if we if we thought of everything as a way of improving our health, everything else would just fall into place, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely right. Because you know, you can't do anything if you're not feeling well. Yeah. If absolutely. you're in pain, you're in discomfort. You've got, and I mean, if you have a cold, I mean, the yeah. cold, three days, and you know, you're just suffering, and the whole world's a mess, and you can't do anything from a simple cold. Particularly and if you're a man. <laughs> Absolutely, only oh. if you're a man. Controversial. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't say things like that anymore, Sue. Oh. <laughs> oh. Forgive me, but it's out there now, I've said it. <laughs> so, Morris, when people are starting to, obviously when they start to lose, focus on losing weight and improving their health because they're getting rid of weight that may be contributing to some pain that they have or some condition that they have we always suggest tuning into your body and eating what your body's telling you is right for you but you've got some fabulous ideas and supplements and things that will help particularly with some new research you were just telling us about to do with fiber could you tell us a bit more about that 
Yes, I mean, people often overlook the NHS, and the NHS is just a mine, a minefield of treasures from everything to do with health, whether it's sort of, you know, from going from couch potato to 5K mm. for running. There's a beautiful program there that explains exactly what to do, and it's free. Now, yeah. one of the things that the NHS has also been you know, very strong about is the amount of fibre that we should eat in our diet. And they've been, as long as I've been working with Greens, the NHS have had these guidelines up. It's very simple. They say, look, as adults, we need 30 grams of fibre a day. And fibre is that roughage, that all bran, that wholemeal, mm -hmm. you know, the brown stuff in, in food, the brown bread, the brown pasta, the brown rice. Okay. That's fibre. Now, they say, look, it's really easy. You need to have 30 grams a day to significantly reduce the risk of heart disease, stroke, diabetes, bowel cancer, cholesterol, and even um, weight gain. Okay, okay. So that's simple. They just, that's what they've said. Now, they also say, here's the punchline. The average amount in the UK diet is just 14 grams. I should, it's increased slightly. It's 18 grams, I should say. So wow. you're getting less than 60% of the fibre you need to have every day. So, Morris, from that, talking about it from that perspective then, although 18% is the average, it does mean that for a lot of people it's going to be way lower than that, isn't it? You're absolutely right. I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine and I just said, look, tell me what you've eaten. And we just mapped it out on the back of an envelope and the whole diet of the day came to 11 grams of fibre. Wow. That's, you know, a third of what you need to have every single day. Mm -hmm. Now, the medical journal The Lancet published a study a few days ago that went round the world. It was on CNN, it was on the BBC, it was in every national newspaper. Yeah. And it said there's one food that you should be taking but you're probably not and this food will save your life and what's that food fiber yeah. it's as simple as that yeah. you know that's that's a really powerful statement isn't it for them to be saying so i know we've recorded podcasts before when we've spoken about numerous times about inulin and i we didn't know at the time when after seeing um inulin in the media mm. but at the time i didn't know that was a fantastic source of fiber so I have no idea. I've been taking it every day since. Mm. Um, how, how much fibre is in inulin, Maurice? Well, if, inulin as a whole is about 92% um, fibre. 92%. It's right. almost entirely fibre. Now, the thing about inulin that makes it so special is there are two types of fibre. Roughage or um, insoluble fibre is the most common form. Mm -hmm. It's the all bran. Yeah. It's the... The fibre that you can't digest and it just passes through the body, taking a lot of stuff with it as it goes. Okay. Now, there's another type of fibre called soluble fibre, which is the fibre that dissolves. Mm -hmm. And um, ideally, we need to have a mixture of both in our diet. Yeah. Now, while there aren't guidelines on to how much um, soluble and how much insoluble fibre we should have, we should have some of both. Okay. Now, inulin is that special type of soluble fibre. Yeah. It dissolves easily in water, and um, it's a fabulous, fabulous source. I mean, the average of the UK diet is 18 grams, and mm -hmm. we need to have 30. 
Two teaspoons of inulin will give you nine grams of fiber. Wow. So two teaspoons, and already you're at 27 grams of fiber as an average. Wow. Gosh. So there are some, I mean, really, we should all, of course, be having a balanced diet. Yeah. And um, that's just, and to have a balanced diet, to get 30 grams of fiber is actually, for a lot of people, not so easy. No, people say, yeah. oh, we'll just eat more wholemeal bread, but there's wholemeal bread and there's wholemeal bread, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, and I'll give you an example, a thick slice of wholemeal bread. So you go to the supermarket and you get a really thick cut wholemeal bread. One slice gives you three grams of fibre. Right. Wow. So you've got to be eating ten slices. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be, and then you also eat, or even a large carrot. If you have a large carrot from wow. the supermarket, right. that's got three grams of fibre. Okay, okay. So you can begin to build it up, but you have to do this every single day, not just yeah. in one day. And that's the challenge. And isn't nobody it? wants that, carrot on toast. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> carrot on toast. Um, oh, so for a lot of people, their diet is what it is. Mm. And while they can have the occasional carrot and they can switch from white bread to wholemeal bread, there's still quite a way to go. And the way that we look at it is here are some shortcuts. Yes, yeah. That's Morris, all it is. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm just really interested in the carrot. Does yes. the carrot need to be raw to contain that much fibre? Or if you cook it, do you still get the same amount? Okay, that's a really good question. Um, cooking doesn't have any effect on fibre. Great. Wow. So, now it does have yeah. effects on all sorts of other vitamins and minerals. Okay. Um, so, um, but not for fibre. So, I think for carrots, um, vitamin C is water soluble. So, you'll probably lose the vitamin C in the water. Right. And beta carotene, I think, also is water soluble. Okay. Um, I know I'm not sure. We've done podcasts with Rick Hay before, and he's spoken about some vegetables actually being more rich in nutrients when they are cooked. Yes, which is that's right. Really intriguing. It's a it's a real minefield going through yeah. finding out what's the, what's good and what's bad. But that's real. You know, if if you're just focusing on fibre, then you know to be able to eat the carrot either raw or cooked, that's a bonus. Although, as you say, it's it's not a huge amount, but it's it's a little bit more. I mean, the, the, some of the kind of hacks that you can do to just adapt your, your lunch and your breakfast and your dinner, mm. um, really simple one, cook vegetables with their skins on. That's a simple one. Okay. So yes. don't peel your veg. And that's a simple thing, swapping white, white breads and pastas and rice for wholemeal versions. Now, white bread to brown bread, that's easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. White pasta to brown pasta... Mm, you know, there, it begins to get a bit more um, hardcore in terms of taste. Yes. And, and uh, you know, we went from white rice some time ago to brown rice. Yes. And it's a totally different animal. Yeah. You know, it doesn't cook in 10 minutes, it cooks in half an hour. Mm. It doesn't taste anything like white rice, but it's much better for you. So, mm. you know, and it's surprising how quickly your, your tastes change, isn't it? Exactly. And once you realise that these are foods that could save your life yeah. these are foods that it's not just um oh well you might feel better these are foods that will lower the risk of heart disease yeah. stroke 
type 2 diabetes, bowel cancer, they'll prevent constipation and weight gain, and they'll lower your blood pressure and yeah. cholesterol levels. I'm testament to the, uh, the that last one there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's way too much right. information, but yeah. thank you. Something like muesli, <laughs> Morris. Um, yeah. So, yeah, again, muesli are those things that um, are breakfast that you can have that mm. um, have fibre in, even though you want to make sure that... Um, some some of those mueslis are also very high in sugar. Yes. So yeah, yeah. a common sense approach, and which is why, you know, there are shortcuts to yes. bump up your fibre intake. And inulin is such a simple way because it doesn't really taste of anything. No. You can take a teaspoon in water, drink that down, and suddenly you've got four and a half grams of fibre. You do that twice a day, you've got nine grams of fibre. Yeah. You're I, almost there. I take your red rice um, inulin... Can, can you remind uh, us and, and listeners, what's the difference between your regular uh, probiotic inulin and the red rice inulin? Okay, so there are, um, there are two ones. So inulin is just a prebiotic fibre, a soluble fibre that has um, quite a few health benefits yeah. as a fibre. One of the things with fibre is for um, cholesterol levels, especially, especially soluble fibre has an effect on your cholesterol in normalizing cholesterol mm -hmm. and we wanted to do something have a product that was organic and natural and had a health claim for cholesterol and one of the um one of the ingredients we have is organic red yeast rice mm -hmm. and in that is a compound called monocolin k and 10 milligrams of monocolin k is a serving contributes to normal blood cholesterol levels okay. so we put the two together and we have a product you take a teaspoon once a day it has a slightly strong taste mm. um but that will lower your blood cholesterol wow now i i sadly do have high mm. cholesterol uh genetically so uh, and i do take the red it'd be interesting when i go back and have another test yeah test, to um, see what the difference is. I pretty much live on, on Greek salads and juices <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> we have actually, there was, um, um, uh, we might have mentioned this before, but we had um, 80s rock star John Parr, yes. whose hit included um, St. Elmo's Fire. Yeah. He also has high cholesterol, and not only that, he's actually statin-resistant. Right. Okay. So he can't take statins, and... After taking Rice Pure, he was talking about it, and I think it was the Telegraph or um, one of the national newspapers, mm -hmm. his cholesterol dropped from 7.1 to 5.2. That's amazing. And it is, it's not specifically that we have this magic product and, oh, mm. my God, it's amazing. It's that the monocolin K in it normalises blood cholesterol levels. And we have another lady whose cholesterol after three months went from 6.8 to 9.4. Wow. So that's something, and it's not unique to us. If you take monocolin K in 10 milligrams a day, your cholesterol level um, should begin to normalise. Okay. Okay. Can you have too much inulin? Oh, you can have too much of anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just like, you know, if you drink yeah. too well, much water, it won't yeah. have a good effect. Sue so can't so have yes. too much tea. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so um, within reason... Um, yeah. With but fiber. It's just like everything. It's be sensible and everything in moderation and, and vary it, isn't it? It's so I have one teaspoon a day, at night, um, and I have it with your joint 
um, joint complex, which has a kind of nice, I think, gingery taste. So it, uh, the uh, the not not so pleasant, although it's not too bad, rice inulin is kind of masked by the uh, joint complex. So it's actually actually quite a nice taste then. Um, so one was that one heap heap teaspoon or you can take. I mean, we were always very conservative. Um, because we don't know what people's diets are. No. If, if, if you've got a diet that's very rich in fibre and you take inulin, no problem at all generally. If you have a diet that's completely bereft of any trace of fibre, which unfortunately people do have, they live on white potato and meat yeah. Yeah. Um, and white bread, a little bit of inulin, when you add fibre to the diet, it can have that effect on the digestive system. And, you know, to cut uh, to cut a long story short, it's possible you might be going to the bathroom a little bit longer than normal yeah, and yeah. you might be a little windier than normal. You know, that's the effect of fibre on, on the digestive system. And that's a good thing. So, and it, right. all, all those symptoms tend to settle down, don't they? Yes, within, within you know, three, four days, mm. the digestive system gets used to having the extra fibre. And one really important thing about fibre is what happens in the gut. The bacteria that we've spoken about before and is almost in the news every day, the mm. good gut bacteria, its food is fibre. Right. Okay. So when you, when you take fibre, you're feeding your good gut bacteria and your good gut bacteria is responsible for so many parts of your health and well-being, mm. including, I think, about 80% of your immune system is down to gut bacteria. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Even your emotions, how you're feeling, your moods are down to your gut bacteria. Yeah. Mm. That, that's um, a powerful... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's even, even one thing about um, bad gut bacteria and good gut bacteria. So sugar cravings, and especially this time of the year, sugar cravings mm. can be down to your bad gut bacteria saying, feed me sugar. Right. Yes. Okay. So that would really help alongside, um, for any of our listeners who are doing our Sugar Stop Challenge, that would really help them get over the, particularly the initial kind of craving and feeling deprived of the, the sugar. That would help with that considerably, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, be, because a lot of those feelings of craving and being deprived is the bad gut bacteria saying, feed me. Right. Feed me now. Yeah. And by having a varied, balanced diet, yeah. by having more fibre, you're increasing the good gut bacteria and decreasing the bad gut bacteria. Yeah. Which can only be good. So if you're listening exactly. to this, download our Sugar Stop Challenge in the App Store or Google Play Store, um, and it will, it will help get you started. That will help change your mind. Yeah. That will really help change the way you manage your thinking around it. But if you find, you know, you're a real challenge with the cravings, it just sounds as though... It's you your know, gut talking. It's your gut talking, and let's... Yeah give it a bit of help the other thing we spoke about before we uh, kind of went on air was the something else in the media of late and that's people standing or sitting too much <laughs> standing too much there are there are several things what we're always or when i say we you know at home we're always looking for the simple hacks the things that you can do easily that will make the big difference yeah 
rather than do the big things that don't make any difference at all, that take all your energy, yeah. the small things. Yeah. For example, you know, taking a teaspoon of inulin makes a big difference. doesn't really take any time to do. Simple thing, um, standing, sitting. People are sitting too much. Yes. One of the contributing causes to early death and dementia and Alzheimer's is sitting too much. Yeah, we don't, we don't even stand up. Which is why I took your chair away from you. (laughs) (laughs) And um, some research was published just a couple of days ago that said it's really simple, um, don't sit too much. Yeah. And what they said actually was very interesting, was previously research had said, um, don't sit too much. Um, If you're sitting for three hours a day, break it up and stand up in between. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then sit back down again. No, don't sit so much. So if you're Mm -hmm. sitting for 10 hours a day, don't sit for 10 hours, sit for nine hours. Yeah. I, just do, sorry. I, I was going to say, I purchased about uh, a year, year and a half ago, a standing desk from Ikea. I know other places do it, but that, that was kind of one of the, the best price ones. Uh, and it's one of the best things I've ever purchased because working on the apps, etc., I do spend a lot of time. I would have been sat down, I have in the past, but having a standing desk... Uh, and, and if you've never seen a standing desk, basically there's two types. One you can manually wind up and another one that's elect, uh, an electric button uh, that would raise the desk. But you are raising the level of the desk, so you kind of have to stand. Um, and it, it's one of the – I think it was about £120 or yeah, something it wasn't like a that. Yeah, it wasn't a huge investment not, for the not benefits. Not for the benefits, no. So if you do spend a lot of time at a desk, I would recommend – getting a standing desk. and I think a lot of companies with a kind of an awareness of yeah. health and well-being now are investing in these standing desks for their um, staff. And I, I think it's a great, great way to go. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, Morris, have you got a standing desk? Um, I don't have a standing desk, but I do do a lot of standing. And yeah. I do simple things. Just walk around when you're on the phone, if you have a mobile phone. Because I know uh, quite often I've phoned you, and you are on your little walk of the day. Oh, yeah. uh, that, which has really always impressed me, because uh, <laughs> you genuinely are out for your walk. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's an important thing. I mean, there's the other thing, which we always send in January, we send a newsletter to um, our subscribers. And the one thing that we put on the newsletter every January without fail, and some people have had this for six or seven years, and I say, it doesn't matter, it's just that good, we're posting it every January, is there's a doctor called Dr. Mike Evans, MD, and he looked at everything you could do for your health. Mm -hmm. Everything possible, you could dieting, eating foods, not eating, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Exercising, not exercising, meditation, what all the things you could do for your health, including giving up smoking. And he wanted to find the one thing that would have the biggest impact on your health, the biggest thing. And um, it would cut... uh, it would ease arthritis pain, cut blood um, pressure, lower cholesterol, um, significantly reduce depression, reduce Alzheimer's, risk of early death again by about 30 or 40%. It, the, the list went on forever. Right. And do you know what it was? Walking? Yeah, a 30-minute walk every day. Do you know, I'm so glad you said that, Morris. On our Facebook group over the past few months, we've started what we call our daily wow mile and i can't tell you how this is growing and growing and growing and it doesn't matter you know we don't ask people to be running it or 
doing it all in one go but they're just getting up and they're doing the equivalent of at least a mile a day or 2200 steps which i only have little legs so we did it (laughs) (laughs) for me it's 2200 if you've got great long list might be like but and the momentum is growing and the people are really noticing the benefits and they're you know walking more and really enjoying it so i'm gonna let our facebook group members know you know that not only are they just getting up and getting out sometimes in nature some people are doing it at a gym class some on a treadmill it really doesn't matter do you know morris something i read um in a book last summer it's a book called how to how to live 10 years uh, longer oh uh, please don't and <laughs> That's the second time. I'm going to get a hashtag, Sue, Sue picks on me. Um, and something, you know when you read a book, there's something that really stands out. This is a book about the Scandinavian uh, kind of lifestyle. And one of the things that, that's still in my mind, because I have a, a, an Apple Watch and it tracks how many steps I do, and it said anything less than 5,000 steps a day is classed as almost being static. And... I, I now never let myself do less than 5,000 steps a day. Yeah. But just I mean, start. It, it, you know, if you're starting from, you know, zero, anything you do is better than what you did yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So don't yeah. be sedentary. Yeah. No, that's it. I mean, the research on walking is this. Um, half an hour a day walking will just, I mean, the list of health benefits is unbelievable. Yeah. It goes on yeah forever and the simple thing is this you don't have to do it all in one go no absolutely not you do 10 minutes here and 10 minutes there and 10 minutes there and suddenly you've walked half an hour yeah Yeah. and the benefits grow the more that you walk brilliant so i mean you know if you walk 40 minutes you'll have more benefits than if you walk 30 minutes And and of course the other benefit is while you're walking plug your headphones in listen to our podcasts yeah and very simply, if you want to lose weight, yeah. there's nothing like losing weight than walking. No. You'll begin really? to, that sluggish metabolism will suddenly kick up speed. You'll begin to burn things off. You'll have an appetite that can digest food rather than just sit there. You'll feel great. That's brilliant. Cool. Morris, do you know what? We've covered so much today. As always, I've learned such a lot, haven't you, James? I, I tell you what, I just want to go out and walk right now. Yeah. Yeah, I swear, I'm not just saying that, literally. I'm looking looking out the window, yeah. and, and it's I, I love walking. It's raining out there today, but I just want to get out there and get in yeah. nature. No. You've inspired us again today, Morris, as you always do. Yeah. For anyone that um, would like any of uh, Morris's products, you can go to www.greensorganics.co.uk and uh, greensorganics.co.uk. I'll put a link in the podcast show notes. And Morris has very kindly uh, allowed all our listeners to pop a code WOW10 in on the order and then you'll get 10% discount on everything you order over £20. So that's another incentive to, you know, start trying this stuff. It have, really works. I've never known such fast delivery as Morris's product. <laughs> I, I do feel you're waiting, whenever I order, you're waiting down the street just to pop it, pop through, it through the door, the door because yeah. I, I've never ordered anything else and it's come so quickly. Yeah, service is great. <laughs> it, it says your order's on the way, it'll be with you tomorrow. You think, yeah, right, I've and, heard that before. And your Trust Pilot reviews are uh, astounding reading, yeah. reading through them. So uh, go there today. Morris is fantastic. The products are fantastic. Highly recommended. Thank you again for your time today, Morris. We've really enjoyed it. Yeah, we know you're so busy, Morris. Thank you, Morris. 
Thank you very much, uh, Sue and James, for um, for inviting me on. Uh, it's our pleasure. We, we love having you on, Morris, and we'll look forward to the next time. So for today, it's goodbye from Morris. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from James. Thanks for listening. And it's goodbye from me. You've been listening to the Sue and James Podcast Show. Make sure you never miss an episode by simply clicking the subscribe button. And why not visit www.12weekstowow.co.uk for more information. Thanks for listening. <laughs>